0: You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number seven, brought to you by actionfigureblues.com. I'm Justin, and with me tonight are... Ben. And Scott. We're three guys living in Australia who collect action figures, statues, and other items from the worlds of comics and pop culture, and we like them so much we made this podcast just to talk about them. Tonight, our toy of the week is the Legion of Superheroes 12 pack from Mattel, and our discussion topic is box sets. Welcome aboard. How is everybody? Very well, thank
1: you. Yep,
2: all good here, Justin. Cool. Uh, what have we
1: been up to this week? Uh, oh, nothing terribly exciting for me. Uh, I might have to pass, I think. <laughs> You've done nothing,
2: <laughs> but we well, just nothing. keep Ben and stasis in between um yeah. episodes in case you know, we don't want him to get damaged or anything, so I'm like
1: an, I'm like an out of shape winter soldier oh. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I finally um caught up on some comic reading this week.
1: Well, so did I. I didn't think that was that exciting, but please do go on. <laughs> well,
2: I really enjoy. – I'm just totally ignoring that. Um, I enjoyed re- – really enjoyed issue number one of Brian K. Vaughan's saga, um, which I think we talked about very briefly last week. Eli might have mentioned. And um, I got my digital version from the Image Comics iPad app, and it is excellent. I'm a huge Brian K. Vaughan fan, obviously, uh, but it just really feels like something that is set up to be um, a fantastic ongoing story, and the Fiona Staples art is utterly amazing. So if you haven't checked that out yet, get on board now before it gets so many issues behind that you have to start, you know, buying trades and blah 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 um, Definitely definitely worth reading. Um, I also got from my... Um, comic shop this week the hardcover version of avengers children's avengers the children's crusade which i think was very cleverly solicited to come out before you knew that it wasn't going to have an ending so i had ordered it because the start to that was so good um i don't know if, are either of you guys reading it
1: No, I have enough trouble keeping up with the regular Avengers titles. Yeah, Yeah, me too. No, not at
0: this
2: stage. Young Avengers, you know, I I really love the original Young Avengers stuff. And um, so the beginning of this was just great, showed great promise. But, of course, being an Ellen Heinberg thing, it took forever to actually... uh, End, and once no, it's okay. ended, it's all been swallowed up into Avengers vs. X-Men, so I wish I hadn't kind of pre-ordered the, the hardcover, because I don't know if it's worth it, but I got that too, so I'll enjoy enjoy reading that. But Saga, if you haven't read Saga number one, go out and read it. It's awesome. Yeah,
1: very nice. It's not,
2: okay.
1: What about I you? What did you something did
0: you this talk? week. Oh, sorry. Yes. yes? You're right? I went to see How to Train Your Dragon, The Stage Spectacular. Ah, very good. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it was uh, very well done. The kids are huge fans of the movie. I was going to ask uh, if you took the kids. Yeah, all, <laughs> all, uh, all the kids uh, joined us. Um, now, my little one, he's, he's four, so some bits were a bit scary, but yep. uh, it was going really well. At one stage, one of the dragons got stuck uh, oh, in, the, no. in midair, right on intermission. Mm so instead of intermission lasting for 10 minutes it was an hour and 15 minutes oh my oh dear. goodness yes and there was a let's say 18 month old boy in front of us oh dear who just tore the house down <laughs> 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 and then um when it came back on there was this like for an 18 month old uh little boy quite scary massive dragon at the end that comes out and uh yeah i <laughs> It was uh, it was quite funny to watch him sort of all of a sudden be quiet.
3: <laughs> um.
0: Had visions of his dad whispering in his ear saying, look, if you don't be quiet? That dragon is going to come." <laughs> so, that <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> reminds me of we took our kids to see Cirque du Soleil um, a number of years ago. We kind of went with a group and um it it is a rather expensive uh ticket um which we didn't actually realize when we agreed to go but there you go and we got there we sat down all very exciting and then the show started with the lights going out and my eldest absolutely freaked and just wanted to make a run for the exit and I was you know normally I'm a very compassionate parent but I was just like we just paid an arm a leg and a kidney to be here I don't care how scared you are sit the hell down <laughs> so, well, once it all you know settled settled down it was fine but uh, not, 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 not a compassionate parenting moment that's
0: for sure no they didn't mess up with the price either so it was apart from those little uh, hiccups it was a pretty good show awesome Okay then guys, if there's uh, nothing else to say at this stage, let's get started with uh, some articulated
1: news. Impossible. The Hall of Justice under attack. Batman behind bars. New from Kenner's Super Collection. Hall of Justice playset. Some assembly required. Vehicles and figures sold separately.
0: Before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. These are just stories that relate to things we're interested in, so don't rely on us for a comprehensive toy news service, please. So,
1: guys, what news has caught your eye this week? Um, yeah, I, I tend to sort of hang out at um, Toy News International a little bit just for news. They seem to be pretty up-to-date. But um, did you guys see that, that first promo shot of the new Green Arrow TV show, or, or Arrow as it's called? Indeed I did. Yes, I what, saw it as well. What did you think?
2: Look... I'm excited for this as long as you know, I mean it just remains to be seen. Hopefully it's nothing like the new fifty two Green Arrow, which is just hideous, hideous. Um so I'm excited looking at the, the cast list on IMDb that um they've got uh whether or not she's gonna be Black Canary or not, they've got Dinah Lance in there as a character. Yeah, um you know, so that's a you know, that has the potential to be exciting,
1: so yeah. Um,
2: Fingers yeah.
1: crossed. I have to say, I really hope that it's the kind of show that does well. I mean, I'm not a big Green Arrow fan, but you you want shows like this to do well because then you've got the potential for others. So, um, you yeah, look, I, I don't want to try and find anything negative in it. So from what I saw, you know, it looks good and I'm I'm ready to go.
2: Yeah, the, the success rate of DC TV adaptations um, actually getting the series is not... Um, you know, very strong since Smallville, you know, we had a failed Aquaman pilot, failed Wonder Woman pilot. Um, so I I thought the
1: Wonder Woman pilot was fantastic. I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was great. I haven't seen it. Yeah. The, the action sequence at the end where she turns up in like the proper Wonder Woman costume, as opposed to the leggings kind of thing was, yeah, she looked brilliant and she kicks butt. Yeah, she does, doesn't she? Yeah, she she she, she hands him a weapon, that's for sure. Yeah. But anyway, I think um all right, before we devolve into uh fantasy there. Right. Oh. The, wrong, the wrong kind of fantasy. Um, <laughs> um did you guys also see the uh the toys Michael Keaton Batman with the interchangeable faces?
2: Indeed, I will hopefully be seeing it in person soon as
1: well. <laughs> yeah. I've got mine on pre-order. That's a really cool idea. I mean, geez, these guys just keep knocking it out of the park. Mm. Um, getting I, harder to resist.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think that the news bit of that because I mean we we've, we've known that that was coming with those different faces for a while, but they Hot Toys talked this week about how they, that's a patented system for them that, you know, they're that they're going to use in other um figures as well as that one.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just has so much promise. I mean, the fact that this is just a change of expression—just uh, thinking of the, the different applications they can do—I uh, think it's just amazing.
2: Absolutely, it, it, I mean, it's interesting too when you listen to you know other high-end collectors talk. I mean, you know, for me, I'm the kind of guy that will choose one, and that's the way it will stay. But I still appreciate having the choice. But you know, definitely. You know, people, it seems like people do get into actually swapping that stuff around, um, you know, in their display. So, big, big hit for them.
0: Yeah. Actually. They keep that head and uh, re-sculpt a Kilmer chin. Ooh. ooh. It, or or ooh, a Clooney. A
2: Clooney spit? chin. Now that, but then they have to sculpt like bigger bat nipples as well, um, yes. you know, for for that. that's you know, It's not going to work just as a. With a chin, they got to do the nipples, too.
1: Sorry. Can I have some clarification? George Clooney was Batman.
2: Not in my universe, he wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. Sorry. I, apparently, there is an alternate reality where that took place.
1: I apologize. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 we need to stay in the one universe here, Justin. Come on. Right.
0: Okay. and uh, probably hand it over to our Bowen expert.
2: Uh, uh, yeah. But Bowen has um, solicited two uh, statues. It's always interesting... What Bowen puts up for order because Randy Bowen, um, you know, hangs out on the Statue Marvels, um, forum and gives a lot of sneaks and a lot of news. Every once in a while though, what comes up for order is a bit of a surprise, other, you know, in in total that we didn't know the character was coming or didn't know it was so close so the two statues they put up now uh, first of all is a thunderbird statue which is actually sculpted by randy bowen himself and that's one that you know we've known was coming for a while and we've seen sneaks of etc the other is a very long-awaited statue and that is the retro version of black Cat. so there's a, a modern version that's been out for a while um we knew that the retro version was coming, but you know, I don't think that it was um known that it was this close to being put up. And actually what what they've got up for order on the website is a a painted pick, um, but then two sculpted picks with a slightly different pose. So it's interesting. Um, you know, they obviously have got to get up for order in time because um of their time frame, but it's still not quite done. But I'm really excited for that. I do have that modern black cat but I've got her um you know amongst my sinister six the other statues I own like Sandman um, and I definitely will be keen to replace that with the the retro because that's my favorite version and it looks fantastic
1: you know I just yeah she does and I, I, sorry I'm still stuck on Thunderbird I mean mm-hmm. Thunderbird um that's I, I th- no thunder Thunderbird the guy debuted and died over thirty years ago, um, and he gets a statue. Uh, you, okay. uh,
2: you're about to say Shang Chi, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you are. Not,
1: yes, you are. Why I was not going to mention my Why love of the Master Shang of Chi
3: Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
1: Don't, don't make me uh, earn the explicit tag on iTunes because I will.
2: <laughs> um, well, I think you know he. There are some characters that you know, are popular or, you know, made by association, aren't they? And, you know, he's, yep, he was a a very, you know, one-note and short-lived character, but he was in Giant Size X-Men. And so, you know, it's the kind of thing that people feel like they need to complete the team. And I think that, you know, definitely their favourite characters are Randy himself because he um, did the Thunderbird minibus that's been around for a while as well. Um, and he's done this himself. So it's obviously, you know, a character that Randy has an interest in and, um, I'm, I'm excited for it for sure.
1: Uh, talk to the hand.
2: Bah,
3: bah,
1: bah.
2: <laughs> but so, like, what, what is, what, why does, you know, you're not getting something that you want mean that this is bad. Like, I know, you know, I'm
1: not saying it's bad. Yes, you are. Yes,
3: you are. <laughs> yes, you are.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, we talked about, you know, Randy having a lot of control over what he does, and obviously yep. Marvel has a buy-in. I just sometimes find it quite unusual in the sorts of things that, that, that we get. Yeah, so. but most,
2: most people would consider Shang-Chi to be a very niche character.
1: I don't dispute it, but, uh, you know, if we went by sort of a number of appearances type of thing, um, you know, Shang-Chi held two titles in the 70s, and Thunderbird appeared and died in one issue in the 70s. So it's, um, Mm. you know, just unusual, that's all.
2: Mm. Well, now that Shang-Chi is a, um, you know, has actually appeared in Secret Avengers, and so is technically an Avenger, then I have to want him too because I... You know, want all Avengers in, in <laughs> Bowen form. So, uh, you know, rest assured that if it ever comes around, I will be buying it. But I'm just going to say this now if they make him before they make Monica Rambo, I'm going to be so cranky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's actually had a bit of a resurrection. He's showing up all over the place. There wasn't just that run in uh, Secret Avengers. Bah, he bah, actually bah. Had, I don't care. He had his own mini series with Spider Man.
2: See? I want Monica. <laughs> It it works both ways,
0: Ben. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to have to step in here. Oh,
2: good anchoring
1: question. (laughs) Now, my news, Justin. Justin, can you can you just who do you think actually won that? Just before we go on.
3: What?
1: What? Grain of sand, Ben. Grain of sand.
2: (laughs) Who's going to be editing it? Bummer. That's another question. i might just replace some of your more salient arguments with you know (laughs) like jar jar binks noises
1: yeah yeah oh cushion sounds
2: even better (laughs) okay bring some order to this justin (laughs) i
0: will uh the drought is over marvel legends fans in australia uh now for some reason wave two (laughs) (laughs) wave two is turning up in (laughs) toys r us australia um Wave 1, I don't know what's <laughs> happening there. Um, but it, it it doesn't...
1: It's like uh, meant to happen. If we were going to get them, they'd skip Wave 1 and just give us Wave 2. <laughs> uh, of course. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you guys if anybody has seen Wave 1 or is this just a return to standard operating procedure for these guys? Um, but uh, I certainly yeah. haven't seen Wave 1 anywhere.
0: No, me either. And the boards that I frequent, no one else has either.
2: <laughs> I've seen um, Wave 2 both in a couple of different Toys R Uses, um, and I actually um, also saw just the Wave 2 variants in one of the Melbourne comic shops. So it was quite a weird, you know, thing on the display. There was just three there, and they had the um, pile driver, who is so big, by the way, <laughs> anyway. Um, and um, the Future... What is it? Future Foundation? or no, Freedom Foundation spidey yeah. spidey and yeah. madam hydra and i was like what how weird that mm. those three are there but you know classic thing about when we think about the variants thing we were talking about while i was there some dad came by with a little kid and the kid went oh it's spider-man and bought him so <laughs> there you go oh, okay yeah people Very obviously <laughs> people, he's gonna sell
1: well, he's it's... obviously the target market for DC Universe Classics <laughs> <that's> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: But it's still, it is still exciting, you know. Like we're, we're so, um, we're, we're so poor Smart. for yeah for just actual things on the pegs. I yeah. I actually like find it very difficult, even when I have stuff or know that I've got stuff coming, because those moments are so rare. I find it very difficult not to buy it or buy, just buy something just for the, you yeah. know, the sake of. Like I, I, I did actually. I'll talk about it in feeding the addiction. But I did actually buy one that I didn't already have coming. But you know, I've I've done that before, where you see stuff, and even though I know I've got it coming or whatever, I'm like, oh, I just have to buy one so I can actually buy a toy at retail in Australia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not an addict or anything. No.
1: <laughs> I certainly considered it. I I had the mix of variants. I saw Pile Driver, Madame Hydra, but it was the the regular Spider Man and the regular um, the regular Dakin. Um, and, you know, of course they wouldn't scan, so I had no idea how much they were, and um, the the 12-year-old working at Toys R Us sort of ran off for for half an hour to try and find a price on them for me, and I thought, I actually thought they'd come back at $30 because that's what they were when they last had them. So when he said $25, you know, I was pleasantly surprised, but uh, that's still very expensive because what's that? That's about sort of 80 U.S. dollars or something.
2: Well, no, but look, our... You know, for our American friends, I mean, once upon a time, um, like when I first came to Australia, the U.S. dollar was worth about twice as much as an Australian dollar, and so, you know, if you found this stuff at retail in Australia, you'd expect to be paying more. But right now, our dollar is worth increment just you know a little bit more than a U.S. dollar. But you know, we've we've seen some reduction in some prices in other areas, but when it comes to you know, toys and collectibles and all this time, we have not seen any reduction in the price of what we pay here. No. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: and I'm still... Yeah. Sorry, Justin. No, I was just going to say, it It uh, sticks in my side a little bit too. If I if wanted to go and buy four figures, it's $100. There's yeah. no way that I'm... Buying at retail in Australia when I have uh, American friends who can help me out. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's nice is. to see them. Like uh, like Scott said, but uh, a price it's, it,
1: it is. And it's, when you realise it's almost like a four for three ratio. If you um, you know three figures here, it's the equivalent of buying four from from Mike S and. Um, I don't know. I mean, at $25 a figure, it's, um, it's, it's pretty hefty. But And uh, we'll probably talk about this in detail one day as a discussion topic, but I, I just can't understand how th- the market works like that. I, I assume that these figures ship directly from China. I, I don't imagine they go through the U.S. first. So, um, I mean, I know we have a completely different taxation system than the U.S., but, um, I mean, $25 a figure, it's... Um,
2: yeah, it's ridiculous, but at least they're here. Let's be happy yes. about that. And yes. so now, because they're only doing three waves this year, that's all we're going to see, of course. Um, you know, if, if they're only going to go like on the odd numbers, so whenever wave four comes around, <laughs> oh, we'll really look forward to seeing them too. How, how exciting!
0: Uh, okay, guys. This uh, was supposed to be
2: happy news. It was. <laughs> I don't feel happy now.
0: Sorry. No, that's it. We'll end on that. So, uh, <laughs> guys, that wraps up the articulated news. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back with uh, Toy of the Week. You
3: can make them fly or jump or crash or wall. Superhero action figures over seven inches tall.
1: Each sold separately. Superman,
3: Batman, Incredible Hulk. You can make them Thing. even make spider down the a
1: These superhero action figures each sold separately. Batman, Superman, Incredible Hulk, and Spider-Man, each sold separately by Mego.
0: Now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or we might talk about favorite or bizarre items from our collection. This week, Scott has Toy of the Week, so over to you, Scott.
2: Okay, this week I am talking about a topic that I... Um, am very happy to chat about it at any time and that is the legion of superheroes and in particular i'm talking about mattel's legion of superheroes 12 pack um definitely the most ambitious project that mattel's taken on in the dc universe classics line to this point and we're not going to go through every figure in detail so don't panic if you're having marvel legends flashbacks um <laughs> but we're, we're going to talk about it as a as an item in itself and we'll talk about some individual figures just in the you know highlights and low lights of the pack but just to give a little bit of background um you know personally my my own level legion definitely has a lot to do with why i'm still reading comics today Um, you know i think when i've talked about my collecting habits before To me, you know, I love history, I love universe building, I love team building, and you really cannot get a property with more uh, rich history and a bigger cast of characters than the Legion. Um, so, you know, it's something that once I discovered it, I was absolutely passionate to find out everything that I could about the history. And, you know, there were members who were dead and there were members that weren't around anymore and lots of supporting cast. And uh, it's, you know, it's been very enjoyable over the years, even though Legion fans have been put through a lot by DC with different... Versions and reboots and um, you know different attempts at making the series happen again. Um, it's it's interesting if you look at you know Legion figures in general. DC Direct had quite a, a stab at uh, the Legion of Superheroes, but they started with the Silver Age version of the Legion, which on one level you know makes sense because that's their original appearances. But certainly, you know they're not the the most interesting costumes when you think about legion costumes um and that that line died before they got to quite a few characters including almost all of the female characters and quite a few people you know said look if it had been the later versions um you know the iconic kind of costumes that most people think of when they think of the legion are the you know bronze age um versions that kind of come out of the the dave cochran mike grell years of drawing the legion um and you know people said look if if dc directed made those then i would have uh i would have bought them so it was great to see when mattel announced that they were going to finally touch on the legion um that they went with those versions of the the characters and most of the the characters that we see in this have costumes that come from that era or perhaps just a little bit after that in, in the late 80s um in terms of the, the set itself, you know, we, we heard about it at a, a San Diego Comic Con. Um, you know, it was big news, very exciting that it was coming. Um, and, but we had to wait quite a while to find out how it was going to be packaged. And ultimately, it turned out to be in, you know, an incredibly ambitious box, which is a, a version of the good old Legion of Superheroes clubhouse. Now, I've, um, got mine still in the package. Um, I may actually own two at the moment. Um, what do you
1: mean you may own two? I, I may,
2: yes, um, because I yeah, – and when we get to our box set discussion later on, we're going to talk about you know buying more than one so you can display one list. But um, I, I just love looking at this so much that I haven't actually – you know been able to get rid of the packaging um, one of the great things about this set is that it has been designed so that you can remove the figures from the packaging and um, put it back in so I've been able to kind of take them out and have a look at them but they just look so great actually in the clubhouse itself that I haven't been able to you know bring myself to to undo it permanently uh, but it is a fantastic set now Ben I know that you've got this as well
1: yeah, I do, and uh, Justin's got one as well. So, oh, do you, Justin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben got it for me.
2: Well, great, we can all compare our groovy set of Superboy's teenage friends from the 30th century together tonight. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, the, I guess, you know, in terms of, without going through every figure, um, I want to just talk about what I really love and about this set and, you know, a couple of areas that I would have liked to have seen more of. Um, I love the era that the... the figures come from that the costumes come from i've mentioned that already Um, you know they've really captured iconic looks of the characters and uh you know it's exciting just to be able to see them in that set um they've included one builder figure size character which is colossal boy and he's been you know extremely well done um there are lots of extras that come along with this there's a a legion flight ring um, for those that yeah, you know, we're never able to afford the fantastic DC Direct flight ring um, that you can still find on eBay, going for about three hundred dollars. Um, wow. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, the the best part about that that which is the main reason I would still love to own it is that it comes with a little disclaimer which says this does not actually empower you to fly. Um, you know, which it's obviously very important. Um, but you know, this one. It's been said that it's twenty four karat gold. I'm not gonna you know, put that to the test, but it's, you know, fun to have anyway. It comes with a little pack-in of prote as well, which was a little supporting character that played a big role in the Silver Age version of the Legion, and uh, and it comes with 12 Legionnaires. So um, what I really love about this set is that you get some of these characters in their most iconic look that's never been made before. So we've had uh, Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, Cosmic Boy made in Silver Age versions. Now we get the Bronze Age versions. We get, you know, arguably their most memorable costumes. Um... Saturn Girl is probably, you know, one that some people would quibble with in that we've gotten her later 80s, more matronly-looking costume, as opposed to the the Grell and Cockrum pink bikini that I think a lot of people probably would have preferred. I don't know what your thoughts on that are, Ben.
1: Uh, look, I don't have the, the knowledge of the Legion that you do. I'm sort of a, a regular DC person. I mean, I, I certainly have some questions about the box set I'd like to ask you based on your Legion knowledge. Yeah, well, so, well, well um,
2: Jude, that'll be more interesting than just me rambling on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of the questions I actually had was um, we, we have the big seven uh, at DC. So when we have the Justice League, we really like to see the big guns plus a few extras. Um, and we know who those big guns are. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, Green Lantern, et cetera. Over at Marvel, we do the same thing with Avengers. We have Cap, Iron Man, Thor. So I was just wondering, as, as far as those sort of core members of the Legion, how does the box set actually stack up?
2: Look, I mean, one of the things that's obviously noticeable about it is there's only one female character, and yeah. um, you know, certainly, you know, most of these characters here are the most well-known characters of the Legion. You've obviously got Matter Eater Lad as a you know a bit of a throw-in and a, a nod to um, the the fans there, in that you know he's not one of the most well-known uh, legionnaires, but you know, in terms of the male Legionnaires, you've got all the main you know guides there. But I would argue that there's definitely a couple of female um legionnaires, Dawnstar and Phantom Girl in particular, that a lot of people would know as well that you know could have been used to balance out this set, and that's probably you know my main people with it. I'm obviously you know thrilled that this actually came about. You know, my my only real disappointment with it um, was the fact that more females didn't get a look in. Yeah. Um, you know, Don I can see why she didn't make it into this because she is a winged character, and because she's got a link to Crisis on Infinite Earths. She's got a you know a wider fan base and a character that you could legitimately see getting a single release somewhere down the line. Um, but you know, you would have thought that a couple of the other females might have had a look in. But in terms of the the male big guns, probably the only one that's really missing is Monel
1: yep yeah yeah i i mean we we were all hoping that down the line we we might get another um legion pack you know maybe a smaller one that just sort of fills in some of those gaps and um speaking of the female characters I would have thought one of the obvious ones would be you know the the triplicate girl slash duo damsel because mm-hmm. I mean you know it's just reuse isn't it you, mm-hmm. same same mold don't know new tooling et cetera and you can crank out a couple
2: mm-hmm. yeah well I mean you know it's something that hopefully we'll get a look in in a future box set, which you know, might come up in our discussion about box sets later.
0: Yep, yep. Okay. So, yes, I was, oh, sorry, I was just going to add in that someone at Mattel must have been a huge fan to get this uh, past everyone to get it out because it's it's probably the best thing they've done in the past, what, 10 years? Mm, <laughs> 10 it, years. It's, it's definitely it's
2: a, a labour of love. And I think it yep. shows to, you know, I think we give them a pretty hard time um, and, you know, with good reason a lot of the times. But I think that, you know, this is an example of what, you know, they can do when they get the freedom to do it. You know, we we don't appreciate the things that that probably hold them back from producing what they would like to. Um, but, you know, it is amazing that they actually uh Got this together. Um, yeah, you know, I think you know probably one of the the flip sides of that is the form that they ended up doing it in definitely cost prohibitive to. Um, you know some collectors that would have liked to have had it uh, but you know, it's interesting when you think about um, just how well it sold because there, there were you know a lot of people saying oh this isn't going to sell it's not going to do well because they made it too expensive but of course this sold out online twice um, so you know, it certainly outed expectations in that sense and hopefully bodes well for the future.
1: I was actually quite impressed when it went up for sale again because uh, I actually missed out the first time around. I I had a new phone and I uh, actually got a new phone on the the day before the sale went up and i set my little alarm and it it didn't go off so i woke up the next morning and thought oh bugger and dashed out to the computer and was really Mm. sort of distraught that it was sold out but fortunately mattel came around again and and offered it again what was interesting is when they offered it the second time they mentioned that it would have the you know that burst sticker that indicates it's from a Uh, a second sort of production run and they said that there would still be some first edition runs that would sneak into those orders and I'm pretty sure Justin and I got the the first run Hmm. sets because mine doesn't have a burst sticker on it anywhere No, mine either Mm-hmm.
2: just to explain what what Ben's talking about in terms of having to set an alarm to get up um, you know for, for us here in Australia when there's a medical to sale on an item that might um, sell out quickly that means that we have to get up in the middle of the night to order them uh, because you know 12, 12 o'clock um, L.A. time is you know, usually around two or three o'clock in the morning here in Australia, um, so it's great fun, let me tell you. You know, <laughs> get, getting up in the middle of the night and then dealing with the the maddie white screen of death um, oh, yes. to, to to order. Although I do I do think that the only good thing for us is that you know my experience is that I've usually gotten in relatively quickly, um, and it might be because we're using you know, coming from a different server than everyone in, in the US, I'm not sure. Um, but you know, that's that's small consolation for having to get up in the middle of the night. Although I've, I've had it down, I'd, I haven't had to do it for quite a while because you know I've got subscriptions and things. But I did have it down to a science there for a while, where I'm pretty sure I was actually able to order without ever having to wake up. So yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, getting back to the set. Um, <laughs> If I if I had to quibble, um, probably the main thing that I would quibble with would be a few of the head sculpts. Um, the four horsemen seemed to go through a, a bit of a phase, and I don't know if it's just because they were getting bored or whatever. But we got a lot of teeth and smiles there for a while. Um, you know, we we had a few in other. in in some of the main DC Universe lines as well. But um, we have some very smiley Legionnaires. And I know, you know, they came from a happier time and they're more innocent and all that. But, oh, boy. Um, You know, Superboy has has got a a grin. And, you know, I think that that's okay because, um, you know, it helps set him apart from the other Superman uh, figures. But um, I don't know, there's something about, he, he, oh, look, he, the grin, he looks like that kind of kid in the school photo that doesn't really know how to smile, so he just you kind know of who? does the big teethy grin
1: I actually, when I look at that figure I just want to call him Ross Geller
3: do you,
1: <laughs> do you remember that episode of Friends where Ross yeah. gets like that super teeth clean thingy done and his teeth are like fluorescent, they oh glow my in the g- dark goodness, that on. is
2: exactly it A
1: that's right, yeah. They turn the lights off, and I can't remember where it was, but he's, he just smiles and his teeth are glowing. It, it's like they haven't put a wash or something over it, so he's just got this huge white sort of, yeah, it looks very unusual.
2: <laughs> that, that's actually quite sporron, I think. It's, it's it's very funny. Yeah, but, there, I mean, Cosmic Boy's got the toothy the grin thing happening as well, um, and then... He just looks constipated. He does, yeah, because he looks, he looks kind of toothy grin but angry, at the same yeah. time, yeah. <laughs> That's it. um so, yeah, you know, but then on the flip side, there are some fantastic head sculpts here. karate Kid, I think is marvelous karate Kid is my favorite figure of the way of of the the set um right. you know partly because you know he's not been done before in any form, you know, most of these characters um were done in the d c direct Silver Age line. the only ones that we're kind of seeing here for the first time. Are Wildfire and Matarita Lad as first time, you know, characters in plastic? Um, obviously lots of new versions of costumes, but, um, Karate Kid is, is my favorite figure in the wave. Um, Matarita Lad's a great head sculpt as well. Obviously, I love that they actually, you know, did him with the mouth full of something, um, to, yeah. you know, to show off his powers because it's just, just that crazy. Um, and, you know, I think Brainiac 5 has got quite a good head sculpt. Um, I like the Timberwolf head sculpt too. Yeah. Um, yeah but, yeah, those those grins are a bit um, a bit shocking.
1: Um, Can I just ask a, a question about, um, uh, sorry, about Karate Kid? Like that, I don't know, his eyes. Uh, does anyone else, They it's almost like they're just painted on. They don't seem to have that, that depth of sculpt. To them, and so therefore, his eyes look much larger than everybody else's. It's um, maybe it's just me, but um... I
2: think that his um, his eyebrows are more, his brow is more pronounced, and they're maybe in a little bit more. Um, yeah. I, I haven't really noticed that, but you know, one of the things with Karate Kid is that depending on the the artist and the era, sometimes he is depicted as Asian. Yeah. Uh, you know, or kind of with the you know, Asian appearance and sometimes not.
1: Because cause that's not a stereotype.
2: No. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know whether that's got something to do with it. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, they, I, I did notice that there. Uh, so,
1: Justin, actually, I was just going to ask, Justin, what, uh, who's your favourite figure of the set? Um, I actually
0: like uh, Chameleon Boy just because he's so... Uh, you know, he really is up my alley. The way they could have done something else, like a wash on the yellow and the purple, it looks a bit flat. Mm. But yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's my favourite. Um, and uh, even Brainiac Five, it's just something about that green, yellow, and purple combination that uh, sort of stands out on the figure. It's obviously it looks like it's the reuse of the um, Captain Cold body, I think. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. the jumpsuit sort of thing? But yeah, I always like that—that uh, green and purple and yellow uh, combination really, like I said, stands out for me.
1: Hmm. I've got a, another question, and and this is uh, again based on my extensive knowledge of the Legion. But is there a reason that Wildfire and Ultra Boy are on the bigger bucks?
2: No, and that's you know my other point in terms of a a concern with it. There's, there's no um, you know, kind of basis for. Those guys being bigger. I mean, obviously, your characters like Ultra Boy are, um, you know, could be more muscular um, than someone like Breniat 5 or Madarito Lad. But in terms of, you know, the size, because they've been done on just the regular male GCUC buck. And it really does make them. Um, you know, quite what I would consider to be out of scale. Um, you know, okay. Welfare in particular, you know, he, he is an energy being. So he's always been shown with muscle definition in the comics and that sort of thing which on one level doesn't make a lot of sense um, yeah. but you know to, to, to put him on that that bigger buck you know doesn't make much sense it, you know, it's one thing that obviously if you keep them in the packaging then it really isn't that noticeable um, yeah. and you know but, and if you display them it just means they have to be at the back but it is a bit a bit strange and you know it'll be interesting to see down the road if we do get other Legionnaires which I certainly hope we do you know what happens um, you know with that
1: Mm. and I don't want to bog down in scale or anything like that but um girl seems to be sort of fairly tall
2: yeah she's I mean I think that that she's done on the that kind of standard female buck um from from what I can tell um and you know particularly when you stand her next to lightning lad um he's on the smaller buck that they're using and so it means that you know they're i guess they're the same height um you know which is okay but it's just something that it just doesn't quite make sense i'm not quite sure why they didn't just stick to uh, to me i would have been happy to have all of these on the normal buck um Mm -hmm. because by the time you know the the characters in these versions of the costumes they were young adults you know they, they were, you know, in their early twenties. Um, from from how it was depicted, quite a few of them were married, etc. Um, mm-hmm. So have, it would have been quite okay to have them all on that, you know, larger buck. Um, yeah,
1: but um, yeah, that that's actually a really good point because um, I mean, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I think by the time I was about fifteen, I was over six foot. So there should be no reason why these guys aren't. Yeah, on the bigger bucks.
2: Yeah, you know, I I never made oh, it over six foot. Uh, but...
1: <laughs> I'm six one now and shrinking.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but look, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from it for me because I'm just so excited to you know, have yeah. had, have had these characters. And oh, yeah. uh, you know, in in term, like I said, in terms of favorite figures, I've got to go with Karate Kid. Um, if I had to tag a, a least favourite, I'd probably have to go with Superboy just because of the the really goofy smile. Yeah. Um, but it is, you know, a delightful thing to have, and the the only real concern I've got about it is, you know, when and where Mattel is going to follow up to give us a complete team. You know, one having been left with a incomplete set of Silver Age Legion of Superheroes with basically this same set of characters plus a few more, but still only Saturn girl as a female, um, you know, character, the, the prospect of being left, you know, with this set with basically, you know, the, the same set of characters with a couple of different ones and only one female isn't very appealing. So, you know, that, In those, you know, fantastically cryptic um, and non-informative many Q&A answers that we get, Mattel has said that, yep, they are going to come back to the Legion, but as to where and when, who knows? But, you know, this is something, it's exciting to keep. I think it's a a good argument for keeping it in the set because it it makes it really something on its own because of the packaging. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm delighted that it happened.
0: Okay, excellent. Any more uh, questions or queries?
2: I guess one other thing that you know we should just touch on is paint, because it is a bit of an issue in this set. Um, <clears throat> there are mine have a couple of figures that have got some paint slop on it. Um, Cosmic Boy um, has got a bit of pink on the black um, neck piece that he's got. Um, you know, there's a few. Lines on different figures like Lightning loud and Saturn Girl that are, uh, not great. Um, there's some color inconsistencies as well, like the pink, um, on Saturn Girl's, um, uniform, even between different pieces of her leg is almost a slightly different shade, um, of pink. So it, it is a little bit of a disappointment on a few figures there. I don't know if you guys have noticed that on yours as well.
1: Ah. I think it's dreadful. Like, uh, looking at some of the figures, um, you can kind of tell that they've, they've cast in one colour and then just sort of airbrushed a second colour. But figures like, um, you know, Lightning Lad, where, um, in particular, the, the yellow and blue meat on his shoulders uh, and also where the blue and white meet um, on his pants, uh, you, you, the template they've used, they, they obviously lay down a template, then airbrush it. Um, and it's not... It, it's not masked off really well, so you can yeah. see that sort of weird airbrush bleed, uh, and that appears on numerous figures.
2: Yeah. Uh, mm, so a bit of a bit of a shame. Um, I think that, um, you know, obviously there was a lot of cost involved in this set because of the packaging, and it may be that what we're seeing is a little bit of a, you know, reduction in the amount of money available to... Um, really make that tight but it does feel you know like a little bit of a, a missing attention there um one other thing that i do have to pick on as well and this is not actually probably so much a mattel issue as a dc issue and that is where the flight rings are on these characters um in in all of the classic Legion stories, um, e- even in even in Bronze Age, right up until um, you know re- recent times when this original Legion came back in in Action Comics, um, the flight ring was always shown on the middle finger yeah. of the right hand. Uh, okay. But since they have come back, it's been moved to the ring finger, and so the the uh, flight rings are on the ring finger of these uh figures here, which is actually it's incorrect for the era that these characters come from and just completely incorrect in my book. Like, you know, I may not know how tall Thor is or, <laughs> you know, what height Hulk is, but I know where the goddamn... Legion Flight Ring is supposed to be and it's not on the ringer finger. But, sorry, I don't think that's actually a Mattel issue as much as it is a DC issue, but I just noticed that and so I have to rag on that as well.
1: Fair enough.
0: (laughs) Okay, so that wraps up Toy of the Week. When we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week.
1: Ultimate Space Marine attacks, disguised in his big bad bug suit. He sneaks in and takes him out. But the Flying Queen unmasked him. <sighs> Send in Hicks and the heavily armored Evac fighter. Send in the
3: Marines.
1: Blast them. Yeah. And bottle them
3: And it's bye bye bug. Each sold separately.
0: Aliens. We're all here because we collect. So feeding the addiction is where we take time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders we've made. Uh, Ben,
1: would you like to take this off first? Thanks. Oh yeah. Once again, I didn't think I'd have anything to report this week, but, um, at the last minute, <laughs> I just have no s-
2: news today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I, I, had my guest just about to, uh, seal up a box and send it to me with um, the rest of the Marvel, the new Marvel legends, the variants, etc. And, uh, I couldn't help myself and I ended up getting the new gentle giant, uh, Thor frog, or Throg minibus. So, wow. well. I thought we
2: weren't <laughs> friends with Gentle Giant anymore. Oh, no, no, I love them. You're the one that's got a problem. I'm not friends with General Giant anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, that... the code. The code's been
1: broken. Yeah, yeah so I'll own so much two from Gentle mateship. Giant <laughs> uh, Look, I, I wasn't going to get it. I was actually going to stick by you, Scott, and do the right thing. But, you know, i Well, there I've would be a first
2: time for everything.
1: <laughs> I, I was lucky enough to get Squirrel Pool. Fuck chi uh, um... Sorry,
2: I just had to say that.
1: <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, look, why do I bother?
2: Go on, go on. Um, You just haven't been able to keep us in line today, Justin. I don't know.
0: It's like, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's like uh, having two stepkids. They've been because you don't really have an allegiance to either one. Especially
1: when they're hyped up on red cordial and fairy floss.
0: It's actually been a fun listen.
1: Yeah, good, good.
2: Okay, Okay, sorry. Go on, I'll shut up now.
1: Um, yeah, for those people who don't know, there was a, a, a weird little storyline when Walt Simonson was doing his run on Thor where uh, Loki cast a spell on Thor and turned him into a frog. And, and look, it's a long story, but um, we did get a, a Thor frog character for a while there. And uh, he, um, he had a bust made from Bowen, which I really didn't like. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't like the way it was, um, the, the sort of the pose that they picked. And so Gentle Giant did one. And I wasn't going to get it, but I, I was lucky enough to get Squirrel Pool at San Diego last year. And um, my understanding is this is actually going to sort of fit in with Squirrel Pool and, and the rest of the Pet Avengers. Um, <laughs> but, and, you know, Mike no, so being I, Mike. I've got to ask, did you, did you
2: when you're at San Diego... Did you buy Squirrel Pool because you actually have an interest in Squirrel Pool, or was it just because you were there?
1: Well, apparently Squirrel Pool started as a joke uh, amongst the gentle giant folk, and they were talking to Marvel about an exclusive. And someone, you know, at the time, they had all those weird variations of Deadpool and going on in the comic. And someone joked and said, oh, we should do Squirrel Pool as an exclusive. And apparently everyone looked at each other and said, that's a fantastic idea. Oh, that's cool. yeah, and unlike the Black Cat, they rushed it through production and uh, made it available. Um, it actually, it took me three goes to actually get one because it was limited. Um, mm. they, they basically would sell uh, a certain number per day, and once they that allocation was exhausted, um, they said, sorry, you'll have to come back tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, I, I sort of got my act together, and, and on I think it was the, the Saturday of all days, as um, soon as they opened, I, I sort of, ran in there and stood in line and um i managed to get one and it's a fantastic bust and then i saw you know thor frog or um puddle gulp as his real name is <laughs> and i just like yeah I've, I've got to get one of those so that's yeah so awesome. that's awesome
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent okay scott uh do you have any news
2: uh, my big news is I got a really exciting delivery this week and that is um, I got the new Thor action statue from Bowen Designs, which is the Thor with the spinning hammer um, which is just it is truly an unbelievable piece and um, I got mine through the Statue of Marvel's website um, and it is a signed edition by Randy Bowen who was the sculptor um, for this piece so I am over the moon at the moment. Um, and it is currently, you know, my, my collection is very well organized. And it's all, you know, the main parameter that my wife has put on it is that it has to stay in one room of the house so that she cannot look at it. Um, but I don't, I haven't had time to actually fiddle with the display to fit Thor in. So he's actually on our buffet at the moment, which is kind of, you know, in the main. Walkway of the house, and uh, normally, if I set out anything there when I first unpack it, um, then before uh, my wife goes to bed at night, she'll say, "You're not leaving that there, are you?" <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Thor, Thor has been there for about four days now, and everybody that walks past it comments on it every time they walk past. Yeah. Um, so it it just is. It is an absolutely stunning piece, um, and i I'm not, Yeah, I won't talk about it anymore because it's a definite Toy of the Week um, candidate. Uh, but in and, and fact, I, I, if I hadn't done a Bowen piece the last time, I had Toy of the Week. This this probably would have trumped Legion for me this week. But there you go. Um, I also finally got my Masters of the Universe Sorceress Fisto and Shadow Weaver, yeah. and um, which came with another. Map, which I'll never look at. Like I never look at the other two maps. anybody anybody want a map? Um, And then I also I mentioned before that I came across um, Marvel Legends Wave Two stuff here in Australia, and uh, I got the Madam Hydra version because I didn't have the variants um, set aside for me. I think Mike's got a couple from me now, but he didn't have that one, and so um, I got that. As well. And I noticed, which I didn't really take in when I unpackaged all my original ones and, and did photos of Madame Mask, that I, I didn't really take in on the packaging before that it just says Marvel's Madame's and it doesn't say anywhere Mask and Hydra, which I think is a bit weird. Anyway, but. I got, I, got, I got that figure. Um, it's not the best uh, head sculpt, I have to say. But um, I was,
1: I, I just can't. I, I, I think this is another kind of not as bad as, as um, Emma Frost, but I can remember seeing the prototype and the, the images all over the net and something happened between there and now. Yeah, so she got um, ugly. She did. She, she got, she got a, a smack in the face with a sack full of hammers. I don't know what happened.
2: And she looks like a drag queen. So, yeah, a bit unfortunate. Um, You know, I think I said when we were talking about Marvel Legends, I I have always felt that the female head sculpts have been one of the weaknesses. And one of the things that I liked about those first couple of figures, um, Hope and Madame Mask, was that they were quite strong. So hopefully this is just a boo-boo. But anyway, yep, got that as well. And, yeah, I think I already talked earlier about the comics that I got so that's
0: me okay uh just leading on then with uh marvel legends uh because of uh, ben's awesome review a couple episodes (laughs) ago i uh, pulled the trigger on that and series one are on their way to me at some stage and uh i also did something which i haven't done for ages i was just uh perusing ebay which is always dangerous (laughs) and came across uh Early issues of the Defenders. Now I was after two, three, and four. I missed out at the last second at two.
2: So you're talking the original, the original, original.
0: Right. yeah, yeah. And I was able to pick up three and four for uh, nine dollars, I believe. Oh uh, wow. So yeah, it's and my is, goal. um sorry
2: because I haven't read those in a while. Just remind me: is Doctor Strange a man whore in those, or like he is in the new series, or
0: is that... I think uh, I think he has a fair shot, but um oh really? Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, even in the original series, but um nothing like he's uh, he is today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's, hey, he's not just a man whore, is he? He's like a sugar daddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Why great. wouldn't you? he he's had those powers.
2: Yeah, that's right. That's great, Justin. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I love the original Defenders. I am a huge fan of um, that. You know, in my the big box of Marvel comics I inherited as a kid, which I talk about all the time. That that's where I learned a lot about Marvel Universe, and a lot of it was from Defenders. Just love it.
0: Yeah. Well, excellent. Okay, guys. If uh, no one has any further items to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this, Bizarro
3: World?
0: Red Carded is a chance to poke fun at what the fuck moments in our hobby. Be they unusual announcements, a complete fail action figure, or worse. Now, this week, um, I'm going to lead in with uh, Mattel promising to improve quality control. Um, across
1: the board. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we are all
0: trying to keep a straight face, weren't we? Let's be professional about this one. Yeah. Like, uh, if I was to go on with this and just say, Mattel, if you are listening, reverse shoulders, um, what else have we got? Swift winds, wrong leg issues. uh, There was issues with Roboto and the rest of it. It all fails in comparison to Digital River. Do something about Digital River.
2: Please <laughs> I think um just to you know if anyone hasn't caught it, what Justin's referring to is that on the Mattel website this week, <laughs> matty quote unquote came out and said you know something to the effect of we know that we've had some QC issues over the last few months, <laughs> really a few just months just the last few months, years. and that Four you know years. we've met with our suppliers and we've given them your feedback and it's really important, and blah 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 look, I mean m- my main. My main issue is that this is a fictional character telling us this. Yeah, you know, when they say, you know, thanks, Matty, like Matty's not real. <laughs> Matty's not real. So what? You know, someone who's not real. It's meant to reassure us that they finally got under control. He's not real. I yeah. fuck I Shang Chi. That...
3: Sorry.
0: <laughs> So this is dangerous. I to lead in with... This is... Because Green Lantern would have to apologise for that movie. Oh! <laughs> oh,
2: That's good. Yeah, DC's going to issue that next year. D- to, to, to movie fans, I'm real. We, we've noticed that there may have been some quality issues with the Green Lantern movie. And we're going to just think about it. Regards, Hal Jordan. Um. <laughs>
1: ah <laughs> uh, i you know i i just i don't understand it I, i'm not really sure what what this press release was actually about because uh, i mean most of us have been involved in maddie q and a's on you know whatever forum
2: uh-huh. for
1: years and we have yeah. these questions on a monthly basis for years and something that just keeps coming up over and over and over again are the quality control issues and you know they give us the same generic answers every single time uh, about we'll look into it, we'll do this and you know 20 waves down the line and we're still getting figures with warped legs stuck joints uh, you name it. And then now that the DC Universe Classics is effectively finished, they go, oh, yeah, we're going to improve the quality. Well, gee, <laughs> thanks for that, guys. I really appreciate it. My Eradicator, who has two left arms, um, you know, he thanks you.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> you know, seriously, my, my Eradicator figure from the elbow down actually has two left arms. Including fist the and hand. All. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he has... Really, it, it's like they—it's like they just grabbed the the wrong sort of forearm and and fist from the, you know yeah. the wrong little box when Seriously. they put it together.
2: The, um, obviously, the the um, training that they're giving the Chinese ten year olds that assemble these is highly inadequate. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's got to be a part of it. Yeah.
1: And so, so I I like, just, I'm, I'm baffled. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, it's baffling. Does <laughs> Does Mattel own Digital River?
1: I suspect they do. Yeah.
2: I think that um, whoever owns Digital River must be, like, sleeping with Maddie. Yeah. (laughs) That's got to be Um, part of
0: it. I was going to say some bad jokes about that massive head and stuff, but I won't.
2: Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever whatever fictional character that represents Digital River (laughs) must be boning Maddie on the side, (laughs) for sure. Uh,
0: Now I'm picturing a river standing upright with arms and legs. (laughs)
2: Uh, if we pursue this it can only lead to very bad places i know know. no it's just
1: it's it's all quality tonight kids (laughs) (laughs) but uh, seriously though i you know i've i've worked in in industries where um, i've seen the development of software systems and things like that and you know, under those kind of projects where these systems are built or where, where you have these people supplying, you know, infrastructure um, like Digital River, you, you have um, service-level agreements. And, I mean, they're called different things, but uh, effectively, you know, a service-level agreement, you know, is something that you both agree to and it says, we will guarantee that to, to process X number of transactions per minute. Uh, and if not, um, this is what happens um, and so I can only assume that if they don't own digital river, um, digital River are effectively working for them for free, uh, being that you know if we can't process this many transactions, then we won't charge you for the service um, because
2: my, my main digital river issues is that you know people get really hung up about the the white screen, et etc but I, you know it is very difficult to build you know something for to be robust, you know, for a very short window of, um you know, your, your maximum usage, and that, that's going to happen. And we've got to be patient, and blah blah. blah. You know, the, the the main issues are that you know the the way that the shopping cart is constructed is horrible. The fact that you can put something in your cart and you know, lose it in between putting it in your cart and checking it out is ridiculous, and you know. Then, if you do actually manage to be able to purchase it, the, the myriad of things that can go wrong, you know, before it actually gets to you, um, is ridiculous. And the the quote unquote customer service, where you can never talk to the same person twice, um, and You know, and you're talking with, or exchanging emails with people that have a very, very loose command of the language that you're communicating in, um, is it's ridiculous. So, so don't you know? Don't apologise for a few months of quality control issues. Apologise for the whole thing.
0: (laughs) Okay, and and we're basically a random sample of three guys.
2: Oh, very random. We are very (laughs) random.
0: (laughs) Ordering from Maddie. Yeah. Um, hands up, who's had trouble? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, oh, yeah. A,
2: that's a great strategy for radio, Justin.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> for sure. Hands up and say yes. Okay. Yes. Yes.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> that's the second time that we've said hands up on this podcast in, in the history of this podcast. We've only gone for seven episodes. <laughs>
1: well, um, look, I'd be curious. I know we we never get facts and figures out of these guys, so we don't know how many people are on the website at any one time. Uh, I, I know when I had to get my tickets to the San Diego Comic-Con, uh, last year, when the site went live and, you know, you're furiously typing in your details and then sort of pressing submit, um, it came up with a, you know, the, um, instead of the white screen of death, it just came up with a message that said, you know, you're, you're in a queue, please don't hit the back button, just keep refreshing. Um, I put those details in and I was refreshing and I sat there refreshing for fifty minutes.
3: Oh.
1: And it didn't say that it just said that, you know, our server's busy, keep refreshing, and it was fifty minutes of refreshing before I finally got to the next stage where it mm. said, Okay and then that was just to put in the rest of the details. That wasn't even the, the actual, you know, credit card screen. So, you know, I know that I think at Capacity San Diego gets about 100,000 people or something on a Saturday, so you can imagine probably how many people were were buying tickets. But, um, I mean, I remember here in Australia trying to get tickets to Metallica uh, when Ticketmaster went live, and I missed out because, I, 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 you know, I I went for the tickets and I kept pressing refresh, 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 and then finally after about half an hour the refresh came up and said, sorry, sold out.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that that I think you know that's the that's the lowest order issue with Digital River. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it, that that happens. That happens in other industries as well. But it's the you know once you've actually managed to secure the order, what goes wrong? Yeah. yeah so But you know to bring it back to the red card you know, <laughs> thing. Yeah. Like seriously, admit the bigger problems. Deal with the bigger problems, and don't do it with a fictional character that's
0: right okay that's advice we should all live by so uh we'll wrap that up and next up is discussion topic of the week
3: and now you can build your own king kong with these challenging king kong model kits you need no glue no special tools just snap together and paint it and you have a realistic model of kong fighting the giant snake
0: the discussion topic of the week is action figure box sets Now, in recent times, we've seen the release of several box sets, including the DCUC Crime Syndicate, Marvel Legend Face-Off packs, NECA, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle box sets, and Star Wars Evolution packs. When these sets are released, it can be a very convenient way to complete teams, or for casual action figure collectors to jump in online, because you get more bang for your buck. Now, even for a collector like me, sometimes the packaging is so nice that you don't want to even release your little plastic dollies from their plastic prison. (laughs) So, guys, whether it be DC Direct, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Marvel Legends or Masters of the Universe, what are some of your favourite box sets
1: and why? Uh, Over to you, Ben. Oh, wow. So, should we go right back to the beginning, to some of the earlier ones that we can remember? Yeah, I think Uh so. Yeah, well, I think for me, uh, Star Wars was my big thing uh, from from when the movie first came out right through to sort of, I guess, when I was about 13 or 14 and I was too old to uh, keep buying action figures, but one of the... One of the sort of first box sets I ever remember getting, and I hope this sort of qualifies as a box set, but do you guys actually remember when, um, the the first Star Wars figures came out and and we had, you know, there was the original, um, the original sort of production run and then they expanded the lines, but eventually they actually started releasing these three packs. Uh, They were like, you know, a special action figure set. And um, it was like a a strange sort of carded box set of three assorted figures. Do you guys remember that? I think I have
0: a slight memory of that um, of what you're saying. Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, it's
2: not ringing any bells for me. I'm wondering if it was.
0: Look, I'm wondering if it was a
2: um, an Australian thing.
1: No, I don't think so. I think it was um...
2: repackaged, you know, offcuts for the. The, the convict yeah. Country. Is that the
0: last
1: end of the earth? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Made by Toll Toys? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know whether it was Toll Toys or, or Kenner, but um, I certainly remember my mother bringing one home for me. And uh, I mean, I have great memories of, of my mum sort of come, you know, I'd I, you know, maybe I'd done the right thing that week and hadn't gotten into trouble or anything like that. And so my mum would buy me a, a Star Wars figure, but then she brought home this sort of three pack. And um, the first one I ever got was actually, uh, it was like a cantina set. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was, um, I can't remember his official name, but it was Hammerhead, Walrus Man and Greedo uh, in a set. And and in hindsight, that that was such a great idea, um, you know, being able to have a pack like that. You know, these days it's it's quite commonplace to have, like, a, a bounty hunter's pack or something. But, I mean, we're going back to sort of around, you know, I guess 1980, 81 hmm. uh, sort of thing for those and I think the Star Wars ones are even, I'd, mine was an Empire Strikes Back one, it wasn't a Star Wars one um, but that was certainly one of the, the first box sets I can remember
0: Okay um, From memory, for me it was um, there was an A-team uh, set released, an A-team in the three, three, three and three quarter inch uh, scale and they came with like a raft and uh, camping gear and little plastic tent and uh, I think that was a Christmas present one year. That was uh, one of my first
1: memories of, um, of a
0: box set that I can recall.
1: That's a great idea, something like that, just a, a box set of extra cool stuff you'll recall. Cool <laughs> Do you guys remember that one? No, I, I don't, but I, I know the sort of thing you mean.
0: Yeah. yeah. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Scott's racking his brain. I've lost my mind. I've lost my memory. No. All right, then we'll
0: have to test your memory, Scott, because it's your turn now.
2: <laughs> Look, I, I have been sitting here, you know, trying to think about uh, boxed, you know, box sets from childhood, and I, I, I really, the 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 first kind of, you know, time that I came across them was when I first discovered, you know, action figures as a adult and um, it was the the early DC direct box sets you know, I don't I, I really cannot remember having any as a kid um, or you know it, they were all single I, I you know unless you count obviously there was a lot of boxed stuff from Star Wars that were you know vehicles and figures and and that sort of thing that's but that's kind of play sets that's really a different category isn't it um, yeah so it, my, my first kind of introduction to them I think were you know the early DC Direct ones. So that that's where my action figure collecting started and um there were some great uh, two packs they were mostly um in some of the early DC Direct figures. Um so there were things like um you know Silver Age, Hawkman and Hawk Girl, um there was a whole Silver Age you know kind of series that had Superman, Supergirl um, Batman and Robin, Catwoman and Penguin, um, uh, the you know, kind of original Batwoman and Batgirl, um, and th- those were great. They were, they were great sets.
1: Yeah, okay. I, I, I was just thinking back to the, the 90s. I, I, I think we mentioned this in a previous podcast, but does anyone remember when those, um, the Edgar Rice Burroughs line came out? There was a yes. an Edgar Rice. Yeah, it was. I think it sort of coincided with sort of the, the epic adventures, you know, TV show, and um, it wasn't just um, it wasn't just Tarzan. It was John Carter and that sort of thing as well. But I can remember they actually had not just to say a single figure on the card, but you could get sort of Tarzan as a single figure, but then you could also get sort of like a Tarzan deluxe box set that came with Cheetah and a whole bunch of weapons and all that sort of stuff. They were they were pretty groovy for a, a box set.
0: Yeah, I remember those. I still got the Tarzan in here somewhere with the,
1: uh, the sound chip yeah. Is yours working? Did, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually remember every now and then when I come across mine, I, I just my OCD makes me press the button to see if it still works. And he, um, he, when when he worked, he he used to do the you know the, the best jungle cry, like it it really yeah. sounded good. But over time, he'd sort of do that, uh, uh, and he's clearly <laughs> on the way out.
0: <laughs> uh... So, if we, if we move forward a little bit, guys, in recent times, uh, we can name some more box sets. What do, what do you guys
1: think? Um, oh, I think one of my favourite goes that I've, I've sort of opened them up and put them back, has got to be the NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, when they first came out, I, I couldn't actually complete a set, and I didn't want to buy them until I could get them all in one go. Uh, and I sort of got sidetracked a bit and, and sort of moved on, but then they sort of came out with that box set uh, of the four of them, and I was lucky enough to pick that up, and it's it's a great-looking set. Like, you've got the great sort of original art from, um, from um, Peter Laird, and, um, yeah, it looks great.
0: Yes, the Turtles,
1: it's uh, one of the great ones. In the... Yep. Yeah, no, sorry, I was going to say Kevin Eastman as opposed to Peter Laird. But, um, yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they came out with a black and white set too, of course, as a nod yes. to the original comic. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that was a fun set. I think another one for me is um, when they started doing the – when Family Guy started, actually, the Mezco. (laughs) And um, I was sitting there going, oh, am I going to get these or not? You know, and, oh, they're going to do that thing where they bring out, you know, one character you want per wave plus, you know, weird variants and that sort of thing. And I thought, oh, I might hold off. And then they did that great box set that just features the whole family. Yeah. in, In one go, and it's like, Ah,
2: sold. <laughs> <laughs> a, a couple that I, you know, remember quite fondly from my early collecting days um, were some of the, the Toy Biz box sets that they did. This is before Marvel Legends. This is, you know, with the three and three quarter stuff. Where they did a um, a giant size X Men um, set, an original X Men set, and an original Avengers yeah. set as well. Um, yep. Yeah, those those were fantastic, and the uh, the Toy Biz one. Um, I still have. It had Banshee in it, which is, you know, one of my pet um, X-Men.
1: Didn't it have a Thunderbird figure? (laughs) <laughs> i don't I'm know sorry, about that actually there, yeah i don't know about that actually
2: because i mean banshee and thunderbird are the ones that get left out whenever they do giant size x-men stuff one or the other or both get left out it's usually banshee and they even often take him out of the art as well which really annoys me mm. um but you know the fact that they that he made it in there but um and i think it kind of touches on a, a point that uh, about modern box sets which I, which i don't like is that It's very rare that you actually get kind of all of the characters that you want in a box set these days. You know they're they're usually, um, you know, trying to stretch the line out by throwing in a couple of characters you want with ones that you don't you don't really want. As opposed to just the idea of here is the whole set. So you know, being able to you know have those toy biz ones that had. You know, these are the original X-Men. You don't need any more. This is the whole set of original X-Men. This is the original Avengers. You don't need any more. It's the whole set. Um, you know, those are, th- those to me are, are great ones.
1: Yeah, I think that um, that uh, giant size X-Men box set, um, you have to give them credit for one thing. I mean, it, it did actually have a Thunderbird figure. I was just poking a bit of fun there. but. It did. It actually had all the original, sorry, all the new X Men, um, minus Wolverine of all things. So, you know, that's. Oh, that's
2: that's correct. You're right. Yeah.
1: That's quite an unusual choice because, you you know, (laughs) these days it's like, okay, Wolverine's a goer. Uh, Who else? Uh,
2: (laughs) 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 But it's a fantastic force set. Doesn't matter. We'll have Wolverine anyway.
1: Yeah, that's right. He was a member of the Fantastic Four, remember right. with Ghost Rider and yes. Hulk and yep. <laughs> So yeah. Um I another one certainly that jumps out at me uh was the uh Marvel Legends Savage Land set. Um nice. you know, that's that's one of those wow, I never thought we'd get them.
0: Okay guys, that's a good cross section of uh, box sets that we'd like and our favourites. Are there any box sets out there that have been released that you don't like or anything about box sets that you don't like?
2: Uh, the thing that bugs me and that is becoming much more commonplace is the box set that has one new figure in it. Yeah. So you get, you know, three, four reissue figures, and then the one figure that they know that you want anyway. So, you know, obviously there's lots of current examples of it, but I can go right back to DC Direct's um, Teen Titans box set, where... They've done all the rest of the Teen Titans in uh, single-figure form, besides Wonder Girl, who they you know, never got to until much later. Um, but you didn't have Changeling yet. But to get Changeling, you had to buy the box set that had a Starfire in it, a Cyborg repaint in it, a Raven repaint in it, even though you probably already bought all of them as single figures. and But that was the only way to get Changeling. Um, and that's been repeated time and time again. Um, DC Direct's done it with New Frontier where they redid, you know, Wonder Woman um, because with a, a different, you know, head sculpt from the original New Frontier Wonder Woman, but you had to buy a box set to get it. Um, when they did the Red Sun box set, you had um, figures in there that had already been done, but they did a fantastic Red Sun Bizarro, but you had to buy the box set to get it. Um, so, you know, that that sort of thing which uh, Mattel's copied fantastically in DCUC, so if you wanted the Super Friends Lex Luthor, you had to buy four reissue figures.
3: Justice League
0: Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. They were the yeah. worst. Hands up who's got <laughs> yeah. No hands up. Tell me who has the thousands of man's a thousand
1: Batmans in a collection. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that is actually the primary reason I abandoned that line because when they first hit retail in Australia, um, you know, I was picking up the single figures and then the three packs started coming out and it's like, Oh wow, there's a Sinestro. Oh, but look, you know, he comes with ah oh, oh, okay, am I really gonna pay that much just to get that figure? Um, and then when it became sort of commonplace that they were doing that, I just thought, no, nah, you know, I'm out. Yeah.
0: yeah. Fair and fashion. with
1: that line, fans were saying, okay, we have to get another Superman. We
0: understand for mums and dads. Um, yeah. Can we paint him in some other colour? Can we give him some other deco? There's a yeah. huge list to choose from, but no, they didn't. They
1: didn't do that. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think one of the, the classics for me was when uh, we got the Kenner, um Total Justice line. And, uh, you know, it started off with, you know, it really showed some promise. I mean, I know that these days the dates are a little, sorry, the the sculpts are a little dated. Mm. Um, But, you know, I was collecting that line and and then they started bringing out the box sets. And um, once again, there was a five pack uh, with holographic versions that were cast (laughs) in sort of clear plastic. And it's like, wow, look, you can get these great holographic versions of the characters if you just want to get Impulse.
3: Yeah, exactly. Um, you know,
1: and, you know, we're talking about a time when the Australian dollar was, was pretty crap. And, you know, these box sets were $70, $80 each. Uh, and it was infuriating. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that, that one gets a fail from me. Uh,
2: something, too, that – and and we're going to talk a bit more about the feedback that we got because we put this question out in a few places. But, you know, one thing that was raised on one of the forums that we asked and that bugs me, too, is when um, – you might get characters repeated, but they don't include all the accessories that came with the individual mm-hmm. figure. Yep. Um, you know that can be a, a a pretty annoying thing. And the example that um, was given at the AFB forum was. Um, the McFarlane Master Chief Evolution set um, that miss oh, yeah. some, some bits um, from there, so but that that can be pretty common as well, and that's annoying if you you know if you didn't have the figures and you're looking to the box set as a way to pull it together, and then you don't get the accessories, that can be a bummer.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so if if we had to pick one all-time favorite uh, box set,
1: how would we uh, vote, uh, Ben? Oh, I probably couldn't say all-time favorite because I think this is a classic example of no sooner will I have said it than I'll have seen something else. Um, (laughs) I think an honorable mention, and this falls into the category of my favorite box set that I don't own, um, and that's that um, 11... I think it was eleven Doctor Doctor Who box set. Oh, I own that. yeah, yeah. That was just gorgeous. Um, That that almost got me into Doctor Who figures. Um, Mm -hmm. I just thought, what a what a great effort that was. Um,
2: But one, I think that actually saved me from collecting Doctor Who figures. Yeah, well, that's right. (laughs) Because I've got that, and so I feel like, okay, I've got Doctor Who. Like you know, I mean, I know that you know, and obviously I'm not a big enough fan to go for. Everything, you know, that's out there, and there's a lot of Doctor Who box set stuff out there at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that that's the kind of thing that you could own without feeling like you had to own anything else from the line.
1: Yeah, I think... The box set that I've got on display that, that just, I think every time I look at it, it just makes me smile is, um, it's one that I picked up at Disneyland and it's uh, all the Muppets characters as Star Wars characters.
3: Right. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> and it's, it's hilarious. It, just, it is just so much fun to look at, um, you know, just seeing uh, Beaker as C-3PO and, you know, Kermit with his lightsaber and stuff. Um, oh, I just think that's brilliant. So, yeah, that's, that's probably my favourite for now.
0: Okay.
1: And, Scott, do we have to ask or...?
2: <laughs> well, look, I mean, I'll I'll put aside Legion because I just actually feel like that's just in its own world, you know, like yep. in terms it's, it's so amazing. But, you know, to, to choose another one, just have something else to talk about, I've actually got to go for the Infinite Hero, Heroes Justice League of America Starro set. Ah,
3: yes. Um,
2: you know, that is – it's recreating the Justice League's first appearance from I think it's Brave and the Bold 28 – um, right down to, um, you know, not just all the characters that were there, but the, the positioning of the characters and they're finding a giant starfish. Um, you know, it, it is stunning to look at. And then on top of that, it's got an, you know, audio and lighting as well. Um, and that I, I I may actually own more than one of those um <laughs> because I've got one at home and one actually in my office at work because I just love it so much and um my kids actually we we once in a while have a go at the um the audio stuff because the way that the audio works is that the um the first bit of it is the same each time saying, you know, this is what it is, first appearance of Justice League, etc. And then the little lights flash around and it talks about one of the characters in particular. And, but, but it will do sometimes almost all the characters twice before it does Aquaman. <laughs> and because because my kids know how much I like Aquaman, they think that is hysterical. So every once in a while, it's like a party trick. Like, oh, let's play with the books and see how long it takes for it to say Aquaman. Ah, uh, um, yeah, that, that,
1: that's great. I find that funny too. Yes, <laughs> yeah, excellent.
2: And, um, and sometimes because my eldest daughter is a Barry Allen Flash fan, and um, and she she always. Uh, takes great joy out of the fact that if it does him twice before it does Aquaman at all, uh, but, but, you know, I just love it. I think that is, it's got to be right up there. And it's also the kind of thing that, you know, and we haven't actually touched on, do you ever take your figures out of the box set? Um, but, you know, that, that's one that it's designed to be displayed in the box. Like, you know, why would you take that apart? Mm-hmm. Because it, you know, it is, it is just so perfect the way that it's set up.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So, what about you, Justin?
0: Oh, uh, for me, uh, have to be the Marvel Legends Sinister Six box set. Only because we got, you know, it wasn't false advertising. We got the Sinister Six <laughs> <laughs> plus a Spidey. Uh, I own more than one of those as well because, really, yes, it was ten dollars on clearance at Whoa. Target.
3: Whoa! Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's, uh, Seven that, figures that's for ten Smackaroonies.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, to give oh. to give um, credit quite a f- they did quite a few you know, marvel legends box sets that were done in one you know young avengers uh the monsters, monsters. Yes. um fantastic four that you know they did a fantastic four box set with it. they even had a variant box i think you know so and they were done in one you know ones that were that were quite good
3: yeah
2: yeah excellent now we put out a question to the afb fan base i guess um at our facebook page at twitter um and then both at our own forum and also at critical mess where the three of us all hang out when in our copy of spare time um and quite a few of the ones that we've talked about are ones that were name checked in that too but just you know guys feel free to help me out here um but just to talk about some others that we haven't talked about um the i'm seeing the list of the things that people want but a couple that people mentioned that we haven't talked about um the marvel universe invaders set um that's a beautiful set actually the um you know that the original captain america golden age namor um bucky set that came in a beautiful box from san diego a couple years ago that, that's, a, that's a lovely box set. Um, a couple of people mentioned, uh, quite a few people mentioned those DC Direct Silver Age sets, but then there's also a Mr. Miracle one, uh, Mr. Miracle and Big Brother that a few oh, people. Oh, that's
1: the one that came with Oberon, wasn't
2: it? Yes, correct. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, somebody else says Eric Erics from AFB Forum says my favorite box set of all time is the Hellboy 2, 3.75 inch set by Mesco yeah um and also he mentions the star wars evolutions um set as well lots of votes obviously for the legion um box set um what else did you guys notice that people mentioned
1: um yeah i think most people were sort of went straight for the wish lists i think uh you know so many of us have have wish lists that That's it's up. easy to sort of go down that alley yeah
2: actually um dan at facebook said the doctor who fourth doctor box set with tom baker jacket lists and uh the masters tardis milker and a burnt master figure um who could ask for more uh <laughs> the that, that was me not him yeah so thanks for that feedback guys and we got lots of feedback about the wish list part of this which i think is what we're moving on to now is that right justin yeah
0: it is. Uh, so if we uh, ask the same question, and I'll, and I'll start with you again, Ben. Uh, if, if there was a wish list, if you could uh, sit down tomorrow and organize for a box set to be released, uh, what would you put in that box set?
1: Oh, oh wow. i uh, put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> uh... Uh, as we've established, um, for me, it's Marvel, Marvel Legends, so six-inch scale. Um, I really like the idea of the box set, the the done-in-one, as as Scott mentioned, like the Young Avengers. And so I guess there's just so many sort of Marvel Universe guys I'd love to see, Um, you know, if I could have uh, a Warriors 3 three pack you know one of those uh, uh, an asgardian line um if i could expand that three pack from from sort of fandral and and volstag and that um i'd sort of throw in you know balder um sif um heimdall you know i mean so that that box set you know could be sort of gargantuan if i had my way um but then also some of those sort of um I mean, for a while, you know, we used to just dream about the wrecking crew, but we're on our way with that one. So um, I think it's probably some of the, the lesser-known villains that you you probably wouldn't get in a normal wave. So I think um, Big Raj mentioned the UFOs um, and people like that. And so I guess teams like the Thunderbolts in their various incarnations yeah, would be um, pretty yeah. amazing so oh, uh, there's just so many the Shiar Imperial Guard. Um, I mean, that's yeah, Whoa. one of the biggest box sets of all time. Well, but, hey, I mean
2: they are th- they are based on the Legion, so You, yeah, you, know, right. you, you could you know you've got there's packaging for them already. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Um, but I think if I could have one now, um, if I'll, I'll put. I'll put um, a foot on equal sides, Marvel and DC. Marvel, I'd love to see the new Guardians of the Galaxy, the the Abnett and Lanning run we had recently. Um, I'd just love to see that set done, uh, and that's everyone. That's including Gamora and and the Return of Moon Dragon, etc. <sighs> but my number one set uh, was would have to be DC, and it would have to be Easy Company. Um, huh. I. I, I I doubt we'll ever even get a Sergeant Rock figure, but, um, you know, seeing Frank Rock in a box set with Bulldozer and Ice Cream Soldier and Wild Man, and, you know, I just think that mm. would be the best. So, yeah. Okay. And how about you, Scott? Uh,
2: I mean, obviously, I could formulate quite a few. Um, if I was you know, over on the Marvel side, um, I'd be very partial to an Alpha Flight set. Um, yeah. you know, that's yeah. uh, we've only ever had oh we've had Sasquatch and, and Guardian now in Marvel Legends, but you know, North Star and Aurora in particular, Snowbird, um, you know, I'd really want Marina and Puck, you know, the whole kind of original lineup from Alpha Flight number one. Um on the D C side, I I would, could really go for uh original Batman and the Outsiders set. Um, you know, we still I haven't seen any of those characters. We've had a modern Black Lightning in, in D C Universe Classics, but besides Batman himself, you know, none of those characters oh Metamorpho, sorry, but I mean we could the the Metamorpho that we got was a, a more of a modern version, so there's room for a, a classic one there. But, you know, Katana and Halo, GeoForce would just be great. Um and if I was gonna step outside of um Marvel and D C um I I've yeah, I've been a big fan of the recent incarnation of Star of Star Trek figures, but um, my my favorite Star Trek crew is Voyager, and they of course haven't been made at all. Um, there was a seven of nine solicited, but then it was cancelled. Um, so that that'd be a, a non comic set that would be right for the making. But um, my number one choice would have to be a another Legion box set focusing on. The, the female characters that we've missed, and of course, including Phantom Girl. Yeah. But she's my fave. <laughs>
0: what, a, what about you, Justin? If I had a wish list, I would like a comic accurate Watchmen uh, box set. Um, Very nice. Yeah. long overdue, and
1: maybe we'll get it. Who knows? One day. <laughs> you never know. Maybe we'll you're gonna have pets. Box set. And you get your Watchmen prequels coming up, so... Oh, yeah, please.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was just saying a Wildcats uh, box set. Uh, oh. Grifter and the guys could uh, be done in six-inch form.
1: Would that and... be the original Jim Lee lineup?
0: Yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Grifter front and centre, please. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
1: And if I had another wish
0: list and I could step, like you guys have, out of uh, DC and Marvel realm... I'd like to see a Hanna-Barbera superhero. Oh, I
2: thought you were going to say Hanna-Montana, and I was going to <laughs> hang up. I was going to hang up and cancel the podcast forever.
0: <laughs>
2: Sorry. Sorry, go on. That's okay.
0: Uh, I was just going to say Hanna-Barbera box set. You could have uh, uh, Birdman. You could get um,
1: oh, yeah, uh, Space Ghost.
0: Jersey of the Pussycat. Yeah, why well not? <laughs> Uh, uh, Blue Falcon and Dynamite Cool. Yeah. Um, um
2: I noticed actually that Eli put his um druthers in on Twitter as well and he's running for a Forever People box set. some
1: Kirby mm. Love.
2: Kirby Love. <laughs> now if we go yeah. out to um the fans again, we have They went
1: they went crazy. <laughs>
2: they went, they went crazy my gosh yeah we've got, we we definitely can't list them all um but the uh, you know, interesting response before we get to all the wish listy ones um erics again you know, says regardless of license my dream box set would be you know comprised of five all new figures um, so just yeah. I, I think that's a reasonable enough thing to you know that's to true. to to wish for um but you know there's some votes for uh, New Mutants or X Force from from Marvel Legends, I saw, um, yeah.
1: and I noticed um, um, you know Rod from Critical Mess and and Zabian as well were talking about um, through the Ages box sets. Yeah, so keep that sort of going with like Huntress and Supergirl and.
2: Which would be fantastic, fantastic. Um, some you know votes for JSA box sets, you know Golden Age stuff, New Gods, um, Marvel Legends as Guardians, which Ben you know, asked for as well. It's like Christmas, isn't it?
1: It is. Um, well, I-, I didn't want to. S- I didn't want to steal big Raj's thunder because, you know, him and I, uh, he and I seem to um, sort of travel along the same uh, same lines, just want lists and that sort of thing. But another really good one that he mentioned was um, a Galactus Heralds box set. Yep. So, yeah, oh, that'd so, be fantastic. Yeah, so I think that'd be pretty good seeing sort of Stardust and Morgue, and especially Stardust because I'm way too lazy to customise that one.
0: <laughs> Actually, everything, every... Suggestion he's made, I'll have one of those Thanks Yeah, yeah got... he
1: did do some really good ones Yeah, so yeah, our, yeah. our friend Big Raj
2: did quite a big list And he talks about New Gods UFOs, yep. that would be a groovy yep. one I think they're yep, so yep. cool
0: I like the Hulk friends and foes line he suggested you Get uh, Thunderbolt Ross in there And yep. Dick Jones long um, it's
2: A couple of votes for Freedom Fighters For a Royal Flush Gang uh, What else did we see out there?
1: Well, one that I liked was, um, um Darth Foley's, um, he wanted to see the guys from Hitman, DC's, um, Hitman with, mm. um, yeah, the, the full guys, uh, like, you know, Tommy and Nat and Ringo and Hacken and, and, uh. Yeah, one of these days, you know, our, our friend Anthony, a.k.a. Jack Knight, I think he still needs a, a bait-or to complete his custom line, and, you know, I keep threatening that one of these days I'm just going to customise and send him one. So. <laughs> um,
2: I also noticed, going back to favourites, um, Titans fan at Critical Mess mentioned the Wonder Twins box set, and that, you know, that that's more about the packaging than the figures really, isn't it? But that, that, the packaging of that was bloody fantastic. Yeah. I don't
1: know. I don't own
2: one. You don't own one. Oh my gosh! It's got the the sound effects and um, and everything. The whole Wonder twin powers activate um, audio with with lights and it flashes and it's it's you, you gotta love it.
1: I just don't have any organs left to sell. So
2: <laughs> where's your commitment? You know you can live with only part of your liver. Come on.
0: That's <laughs> right. Yeah, I had the chance to get that, and I sent uh one the twins, no thanks." <laughs> oh. <laughs> I regret
2: it. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Um, yeah, so we've got you know great, great wish listy stuff there from people too. Thank you very much, guys.
1: Yeah, and I think a special mention to um, Jason R um fuck Jeff John's Green Lantern box set. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Kyle as Ion. Um, you know, where, where was that? Uh, on the mess, obviously, but uh, oh. he had he listed Kyle as Ion, Alan as Sentinel, Guy as Warrior, John as a Dark Star, and Hal as Parallax.
2: <laughs> yeah, that that probably would um get a little bit up Mister John's nose. Yeah, that was as... good.
0: <laughs> well, that was excellent. Awesome. All right, well, uh, guys, that wraps up our discussion topic. Uh, we'll come back in a moment with some feedback. Before we wrap things up. They're
3: the
1: 18. You know they're soldiers of Archer. They're the A-team. Helping people in need. Pretend that you're Hannibal, Murdoch, or Face. Or maybe V.A. Barakas. You know each one is an ace. Each is sold separately with here. gear. If there's trouble to face, you know the 18's here. They're the 18. The 18. Hannibal, Face, Murdoch, and V.A. Barakas. Each is sold separately from Cronato.
0: Before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. If you'd like to hear your questions, comments or suggestions on future episodes, email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com and you may just hear it read out. Uh, We have our first piece of feedback tonight, so over to you then.
1: Yeah, uh, thanks, Justin. Um, I think in was uh, episode five of the podcast, we read out some feedback from um, uh, an Aussie named Jared. And, uh, yeah, I actually had an interesting conversation with Jared this week. And, uh, you know, not all that unusual, you might think, given that, you know, we hang out on forums and stuff. But, um, yeah, as it turns out, Jared actually works for the same organisation that I do. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting at my desk this week when uh, we have this... Um, this, this sort of mes- messaging system much like sort of Facebook chat and this uh, message popped up on my screen and it's normally someone asking me something and instead it was this person going, "Ah, oh, hi, Ben, you know, sorry to, to bother you because this isn't actually word-related, but are you the Ben from the Action Figure Blues podcast? <laughs> I said, well, yes, I am. <laughs> so, Yes, yeah, so that was actually his feedback we read out. So he, he gave us some more excellent feedback and, uh, yeah, we had a bit of a chat about the world of action figures and that sort of thing. So, yeah, it just goes to show it's a small world. It's actually quite cool. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, it reinforces that you shouldn't bag at your employer, you know, in, in other <laughs> Yes, be careful.
0: Uh, that's, <laughs> that's
1: hilarious. Right. Yeah.
2: So. Okay, that's good.
0: Uh, now, I have a uh, bit of a thing to read out, feedback from um, actually Dozy Muppet's wife, so Eli's wife. We could be in trouble here. <laughs> Mrs.
2: Eli, uh-oh. Is she mad at us?
0: <laughs> uh, it doesn't appear so. I'm but... sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, it's in regards to the, uh, I think it was the topic from last week or the week before, resurrected 80s lines, and uh, it reads, uh, our daughter's third birthday this weekend, and she received some vintage strawberry shortcake figures from mum's stash of childhood toys hidden away in our grandparents' attic. Hmm. Now, uh, it goes on to say, strawberry shortcake was a raggedy Ann type of character, with mop hair, lots of freckles, a big bonnet, and an all-purpose apron and practical shoes actually done quite a bit of research on this. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I re- I'm i with her. I remember because my sister had strawberry shortcake, so I know what those original uh-huh. figures
1: were like. They smelled sure. good. Sure. And what people don't know is that, you know, Scott doesn't actually have a sister. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do so.
0: <laughs> Sorry, go on. That's okay. And further on, um, she's now she's now been resurrected. Now that's strawberry hair. shortcake, not my sister. No, no. no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that? Okay, she's now been resurrected with straight hair, hipster hat, handbags, lip gloss, ballet slippers, and accessories, uh, including an accessory cat instead of a companion cat.
3: <coughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Only a hint of freckles, and is posing with tilted hips. And her powers are all fashion victims. And mm-hmm. provided a link. Mm-hmm. Uh, now. Here we go. Instead of coming up with a new idea, they resurrect something the Target Kid audience have little or no idea about. It's probably trying to tap into parents' nostalgia, but at the same time making her almost unrecognisable. And then Eli adds, she agreed with me that this is unlike something like Masters of the Universe Classics, which capture the spirit perfectly and only add to making them better. Mm. Okay, so she's been, uh, what, uh, retooled to fit the current... times. (laughs) times. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think that, that's quite true because I know, you know, being a, a dad of girls, I do spend some time being dragged through the girls' toys aisle and I have seen these. There's actually been a few different Strawberry Shortcake revisits um, in the last few years and the the, the most recent ones are you know, they're, they're not in the spirit of the original at all which I think is the point that's being made there so, and yeah. that, that can be true across lots of different lines, so
1: um, yeah, it, it's definitely um, a case of, yeah, I mean, when you say it's not in the spirit of the original, I don't think it's necessarily just the original. It's the fact that some of the themes that they're, they're selling with the character just aren't appropriate for that age.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah, let the kids be kids, please.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, Mrs. Eli. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And uh, Scott has some feedback from David at Facebook. Yep
2: one of our uh, guys on our Facebook page, um, gave us quite a bit of feedback. Actually, he, uh, mentioned, um, how weird my accent is. <laughs> thank, th- thank you very much, David. That's great. Um, y- yours is awesome. And, um, he also had a vote for the return of silver hawks, um, based on the last, I think he actually was, uh, cause we did talk about that, um, you know, in, in the last episode. So I think that's why I was commenting on it. He wasn't just sledging me. Um, <laughs> And, uh, um, he also voted for a Return of Silverhawk, so another vote for that, and he's got two different points to make that we'll discuss the first one, he says, oh and lastly regarding episode 5, it was great to hear you guys talk about scale, it bothers me a lot, I don't collect the New Legends line but my friend does, and the Iron Man extremist has bugged me, and thanks to you lot, Hope, Hope Summers will irritate me every time I see her over at my buddy's studio I mostly collect Marvel Universe figures and other Marvel 3 three and a quarter inch figures the larger characters really bother me, especially Juggernaut not hulk and destroyer i passed on the destroyer three and three quarter fig the first time due to the bad scale but picked him up later on because he's too badass i've been looking for the larger 10 inch destroyer figure for quite some time to no avail so good you know good to know on that that you know so because things we got some mail that um was you know a bit critical of us discussing scale issues um so good to hear the other side of that as well Um, and then he also says, um, that he noticed some enhanced images on the last podcast. Please keep keep that going if possible. It's nice to reference whatever you're talking about while listening. I know it's a time-consuming step, but it's greatly appreciated. Keep up the good work as always. Cheers from the States. Um, And yet we did manage to get that in in the last episode, and we will – it's certainly something that we've been aiming to do from the beginning, but it's been a very time-consuming just process getting the whole thing together, and so we haven't quite gotten there. But certainly we will be aiming that at least for a toy of the week that we have images in the Enhanced Podcast um, and, you know, where possible – uh, reference images for the other things that we are talking about so if you're listening to this um, then do have a look at the other images that are in the enhanced
0: podcast okay excellent now we really uh, appreciate uh, any feedback that we receive so please uh, feel free to contact contact us in this regards and it'd be uh, probably be read out in the future podcast um, now I'm just going to wrap this section up and we'll come back with the with the closing comments. Beware, the mutant seeking Sentinel.
3: Target identified. Mutants apprehended. Wanna mix it up, big boy? My animantium claws will get Rogue back. I've always had trouble with man. My optic blast will give him trouble firing projectile arm! Now, Sentinel, you will be defeated. Uh.
0: Sentinel robot playset and X-Men action figures, each sold separately. Okay, now before we close, I'd like to mention we are having another custom comp that is going to be up and running from this week at Action Figure Blues Forum. It's titled The Thing from Another World, and the basic idea is that you can enter a custom from any pop culture uh, reference from TV show, film, literature, or from the comic book world, of course. The one main rule is that it can't, be, it can't have an origin that is from Earth, meaning Earth 2, Earth Z, etc., uh, the deadline will be May the twelfth, and please head on over to Action Figure Blues forum for further details.
2: I just think it's so cute that you named our new custom comp after Ben.
0: <sighs> well, it was actually Ben's idea. I stole the title from him just because we like the um the banner that's going to be
1: associated with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I don't want to like you know um to to drone on about this, but you know say say what you want. But um yeah, I'm going to have to find the time to defend my uh, my trophy.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) okay the goal has been thrown down guys so uh, get on over and uh let's beat ben
2: (laughs) oh dear that's that's not my goal my goal i i did my first ever custom for the last one because it's really not my uh it doesn't sit within my strength my skill set let's say um so but it was a good challenge so i will definitely have a go again. I don't have an idea yet, though.
1: Ah, I've got one. I'm ready
0: to
3: go.
0: <laughs> I haven't got anything. I typed it all out and realized that, no, I don't really have an
1: idea of what I'm going to do
0: yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I just... <laughs> I just organized it. I don't
2: actually think about it.
1: <laughs> uh, I spent about an hour today going through my fodder boxes going, where is that base figure <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, guys, that's, uh, that brings us to the end of episode number seven of the Action Figure Blues podcast. I can't
2: believe that we've done seven yeah. episodes already.
0: Yeah, so it's, uh, it's gone by.
3: It sure <laughs> has.
0: Yeah. Okay, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the program. Um, now, you'll be able to download future episodes of the podcast by going to actionfigureblues.com and clicking on the podcast tab. Or by subscribing at iTunes. If you go to the iTunes, if you go to iTunes, please take the time to leave us a positive rating and review. Uh, while you're at ActionFigureBlues.com, you might like to check out the reviews and articles there, and perhaps visit some of our sponsors like the Great Mike S, uh, Big Bad Toy Store, and PopCulture.com, who help keep the site running. When we're not podcasting, blogging, and other associated hobby-related activities, you can find it, you can find us all at the Action Figure Blues Forum and at afbforum.com. So I go by Night Owl. Sorry, I shouldn't have gone first. Uh, That's all right. go by... (laughs) I go by Andy. And Ben? Uh, I'm there as Fish Milkshake. Okay. Okay, so guys, we'd love to hear from you with any comments or suggestions for further Toys of the Week or discussion topics, and you can do it all by emailing podcast at actionfigureblues.com or by joining the AFB Forum and telling us there. You can also follow Action Figure Blues on Twitter at AFBlues and like the Action Figure Blues page on Facebook and Facebook.com forward slash Action Figure Blues. Okay guys, uh thanks for the show. Thanks for letting me host. It's Good job, Justin. Job. Yeah, well done, sir. <laughs> and I won't host for a few episodes, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm okay, not well. gonna
2: I'm not gonna say fuck shang chi as we go. <laughs>
0: We're going to need the explicit, explicit tag for tonight.
1: I'm, I'm going to head off and log on to Facebook under my alias uh, David and uh, abuse oh. contact. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bye, everybody.
1: See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Say that like again, please.
2: You want to say it again? Oh, I wasn't yes, laughing at you. I was just laughing at um me being ridiculous. Oh, okay. And also at how well I won that argument with Ben.
1: Ah, oh, well, we'll just leave it in then. It's, you know uh... what? I I am not going to mention Shang Chi for like at least the next half dozen podcasts.
2: Oh my gosh! What will we do? <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I know. I know. You start got... talking about Blue Beetle. <laughs>
3: hello hello oh. hello
1: <laughs> <laughs> no you talk
2: no uh, you talk
1: no you talk i was sitting there going what happened what happened dropped I, I, out. i've, I've dropped so, out you, haven't I, I, I and i don't want to i don't want to start going hello hello you guys there well you know if one of you's in the middle of a conversation it's like, of course we're here you idiot <laughs> Now,
0: even old loose collectors like me, sometimes the packaging is so nice that you do not want...
3: <laughs> I, lo- I love old loose collector. Yeah, I know, I just... Said that. That's wrong.
0: <laughs> I'm getting rid of old. That's what made me laugh.
3: No, no, loose collector doesn't sound any better. <laughs> right. Woo-hoo.
0: <laughs> yeah. Guys, can I go for a quick uh, wee-wee? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. No, no, as the host, no. you must entertain us.
2: Yeah, that's, didn't you know that you're not actually allowed to um, have a break when you're the host? It's like you're supposed to hold down the fort, and it's our job to fuck everything up. <laughs> <That's
0: right. laughs> Guys, seriously, I've got to pee.
1: I'll be back. Uh, I was wondering how long we could keep him on the
3: line.
0: For. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Do you want to say WTF?
2: Uh, well, I mean, it's up to you. It's what you feel we, comfortable yeah. with. I already, I already said fuck Shang Chi. <laughs> so
1: yeah. yeah, you did, Mum. you did.
2: You did. You know what? You could just say fuck Shang Chi again. Yeah. Red card is a chance to put phone at the Fuck Shang Chi moments <laughs> in our hobby. That could become like a new segment. Fuck Shang Chi. I'm
1: sorry, sorry, are you still are you still
2: talking? <laughs> <laughs> I love this episode! <laughs>